0: All right guys, welcome to another episode of Agency Journey. I am so excited to have Cloda on the line with us. Cloda, would you mind taking a minute, minute and a half and share a little bit of about your background story, how you got into the agency space and what brings you to where you are today?
1: Cool, thank you, Andrew. And uh, let me just say, uh, this has been a long term Uh, goal of mine to be on your podcast. I have a listener for a long time. I've been following you guys since Guava Box, since Do Inbound, since the whole thing. So thank you for having me on the show. You fulfilled one of my uh, little dreams anyway, when I got the email from you. So uh, my background, (laughs) my background is I have been in the inbound digital agency business for 12 years. I uh, had an agency in Sydney, in Australia. When I lived there for five years. Then I moved home to Ireland and I set the business up again. And a business partner took that over from me while I went in and spent four and a half years with HubSpot speaking to about four hundred agencies on their business and how to implement HubSpot into their agency. And then naturally the conversation kind of grew out of sales and marketing into how do I run this business? Mm -hmm. Is it profitable? Who should I hire? When should I hire? And then that led me into growing into an agency that does full-time agency consulting. Um, Just that's all I do all day long now is just Help agencies with their business challenges.
0: That's perfect because that's like everyone listening right now. So that's awesome. <laughs>
1: well, we're in the right place. Awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's great. Um, so what I want to do is just kind of cover three main questions today, and as as we go through those, we'll like dive deeper. Um, but first of all, like, what is one recent win that you have had? And you've got your foot in like your agency consulting business. You're still in the agency world. You just published yeah. a book, so like. Pretty busy um, yeah. what would be like one recent win that you'd love to celebrate there's um, some lessons you could share from that
1: Um yeah I think that that's I just was on a call right before um, speaking to you so I'm, I'm living this and breathing this all day long and I think one of the biggest wins that I've really had uh, for helping agency owners is a massive realization that agency owners are entrepreneurs Entrepreneurs have a particular like drive mindset, how they work, when they work. Um, I, I wrote a blog post about it yesterday as well, and it that particular mindset and drive, when it comes to hiring a team, the team that we work with are employees. Mm -hmm. They are very, very different from the people that we are. You know, we will get up at six in the morning, crush goals, work on our business. Employees that we hire in our business are very different. They like structure. When can they have a break? Where is their career going? When is their next promotion? And I think one of the biggest realizations that I've witnessed in the last couple of years is just helping agency owners understand their personality and the personalities of the people that they hire. Okay. And that's that's been a game changer in every agency that I've worked with because I've yet to meet an agency owner that loves HR, uh, <laughs> one-on-one team meetings, uh, career development plans, holiday planning, capacity planning. I don't know about you, Andrew, I've yet to find... An agency owner that loves that, right? They lo- yeah. They don't like that. However, if in in the agencies that I work with, if you hire a client services manager slash team leader, somebody to manage the people, mm-hmm. it is a game changer. It changes everything in the business. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've I've got into that. There was a blog post that came out yesterday, and it's been one of the things that people have said to me. They're you know. I never realized that I never understood that my relationship with my employees is so important is, is to understand and appreciate each other.
0: Yeah. And there's like a hard balance there because you've got some agency owners that have a team right now and they kind of feel like all the plates are spinning and they might not have the right people in the right seats. And so like, how does that idea change the way that they look forward? And, you know, and they, like, they change their future hiring habits um, because, like, if you have someone who's in the wrong seat or you came in with misaligned expectations about what they were supposed to do and what they think that they're doing, like, that just breeds conflict on the team. Um, so have you, like, have you worked with anyone through that process of, like, how to bring yeah. harmony to your current team and, like, bring some structure to the, to the insanity that's going on right now? <laughs> all the
1: time it's where i start i start with the team uh, i have we do a form we do an assessment to ask everyone in the team uh, about 30 questions from how do they like to work where do they see their future what do they think are the problems in the business what do they think the solutions are um it's a it's a bit of a baptism of fire you know yeah. it's like i'm not hiding from any of this i'm going to ask everyone the hard questions and the team gives this very honest feedback that then I have to manage taking the names out (laughs) and presenting that feedback as a collection to the agency owner which is the first place I start and I go right this is either a how bad things are or b it's not as bad as you thought it was but let's let's put the light into this now and let's not gloss over it with a bit of, you know, processes. So I start there with feedback and and any agency owner can do that. Nobody needs me for that. Like bring in a third person, um, a HR expert and go audit the team, you know, where they at, all of that. Mm -hmm. And then you can align them huge fan of eos i heard you use right seats so i know you guys are all over that too so then you look at your core values and you look at the aspirations of the people on your team and it's like a bus you know is everyone in the right seat are we Mm -hmm. driving in the right direction well jimmy's down the back he's not doing anything well jimmy's on the wrong bus or somebody's going in a different direction so it's it starts with my uh, i start every working relationship with an agency with asking some big hard questions from their team presenting that back to the agency owners and the funny thing is the changes that need to be made are what the team wants they want structure processes Mm -hmm. meetings uh, a a career path all the things that an agency owner can't stand doing or never thought of doing because they don't need that themselves
0: Mm -hmm. yeah they're kind of stuck in that cycle of Either they're in this they're still in the phase where they're trying to market, sell, and deliver all at the same time, or they're just trying to grow it and everything. And so you kind of forget about this team, which is like, this is our exactly. agency. We can't do anything without the team. That's the rate limiting factor for any agency is how many people you have on your team.
1: Right. And it's it sort of ends up like a happy accident where they turn around and they go who are these people and and why are they asking me for things that I don't care? Like I I, I don't need in my life. I don't need a career plan. I don't need to know when I'm taking holidays. I don't need to know when my breaks are, (laughs) you know, that's the agency mindset owner that that's what they think. And then they look around and go, Hmm, they're asking me weird questions. Like when's my promotion? (laughs) Like, where am I going in this company? Where is the company going? And it's so, uh it's It's such a massive revelation when you yeah. figure out that bit, and then give the team structure procedures, give them a person to manage them, and then it does shift everything,
0: yeah. What kind of journey do you see like the mindset of an owner traveling through that period right there of like why can't you all just be like me to like understanding that not only are employees different than owners, but every employee has a different personality, like they interact with people in different ways. They like different yeah. structures and everything. How do you yeah. help coach a, an owner's mindset like through that journey?
1: Uh, very simply, I, I get them to hire somebody who understands that <laughs> because okay. they, it is absolutely impossible to convince an agency owner to start sitting down and asking HR team meeting routine questions. Mm-hmm. They can read books and understand that they they need these employees. Mm-hmm. They can't have a room full of entrepreneurs. Chaos, but the 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 personality of of, of a manager of a team manager is enti- It's like trying to change their DNA. Yeah. It's changing. I can't change an agency owner's DNA. We sit down and we figure out how much do they need to sell in order to hire a person to take over all of that. Gotcha. And that's the work that I do. I just go. You are very good at doing these things. Um. Sometimes agency owners go, I think I'll manage the team. Very rarely works because Mm -hmm. if they were good at it, they would have been doing it. You know, we all gravitate to what we're good at.
0: Yeah.
1: It's human nature. So the answer is, Andrew, I do not try and, and change them. I give them an awareness and I show them a way out by getting the right person to yeah. To manage their team in the right way, because because even agency owners, what they love is um, variety. Yeah. They, you know, when I lay out a team leader role and I go, that means you co- you have to be in the office at nine o'clock on a Monday. You have to have a team meeting. You have to have five one to one meetings. You have to report on it. They crack up. They're going, but I'm I'm not in the office every day or at every time. And I'm like, yeah. yeah you know so exactly that's the problem (laughs) and there we go
0: Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode of Agency Journey. I'm Andrew. I'm a co-host here on the podcast, and I'm a founder of Zen Pilot. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love a five-star review and a comment on where you're listening from and what you're getting out of this podcast. You could drop that over on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you're listening to the podcast today. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get the updates as they come out. And if you want to engage with other agency owners that are enjoying this podcast, join our community. Head over to agencyjourneyinsiders.com. It's going to take you to our special private Facebook group, a collection of owners from around the world who are on their own journey to build their own agency. So head over to agencyjourneyinsiders.com. Join the group today. And if you're at a point where you're ready for some help and you want to implement processes and systems to scale your agency you can head over to zenpilot.com free training. And there you can watch a special 19-minute training presentation where we walk through the exact process that we use at Zenpilot to help agencies implement processes and systems so they can scale their business without reinventing the wheel for every client. And that allows agency owners to pull out of the weeds and spend more time working on their business. So hope you're enjoying the content here today. We'd love it if you join our community. And we can't wait to hear where you are in your agency journey. Now back to the show. That's, that's helpful. And like, you can see how when you get people in the right seats, both your team and you as the owner, like things are going to move in the right direction. What is kind of a hiccup or a Mm -hmm. bump that you've hit in any of the businesses that you're involved with that has caused you to kind of step back and reconsider or step back and say like, Oh, we need a process for something or I need to change a behavior in myself. Kind of a, a lesson learned that you could share that people would learn from? Well,
1: I know we don't have a week for this podcast (laughs) on the lessons that I have learned. I have covered a few of them, as you mentioned, in the book that I've written, um, especially in the beginning on my own personal journey. Um, I, I think the big thing that is not a strength of mine is attention to detail. So you could come in and give me the high level sales figures, the high level capacity figures, and I'll kind of accept them Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and I'll move on from that. Uh, One of the big things that I've learned um, because agency owners like big picture and they're already on to the next thing, uh, I I have had a huge lesson learned where I took things at face value because it suited my personality. Okay. And I and I needed to hire somebody who questions attention to detail and has the specifics. And now I have that person in my agency. Uh, so very much uh, that I need attention to detail people to yeah. cross double check things because I look too big picture sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm always ex- ready to accept the big picture because I want to do the next thing. So I'm like, yeah. oh, great, that's OK. I can do this yeah. um, that was a big lesson. And I think a huge thing that I learned uh, with the professional services business, probably two big lessons since I've I, I've been working with the consulting. I work with um, Avidly, which is a large uh, four country uh, five language uh, in, inbound agency uh, it, the big thing I've learned is two-thirds of the costs of an agency should be in your people. Gotcha. If you have not got two thirds of your costs spent on wages, high quality people, you can't charge those big premiums.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, I, I did not realise that when I was starting it, hmm. it as being a full blown agency consultant. That was a huge revelation to me, and another massive revelation that I had, which I instill in agency owners all the time. You know how we're really good at coming up with new ideas, right? You know that, you know how great? We go to a conference like inbound, right? We come back into the agency like fizzy Coke bottles. Oh, let me tell you this idea. Let me tell you, oh, we're gonna launch a new service. It's gonna be great. The team gets fatigue over Mm -hmm. time. With agency owners fizzing around with new ideas that never get completed. Yes. Yep. So I have a new policy for agency owners, and if um, I think I have it actually part of the book and one of the templates. If you have a new idea, and this will this will give you a heads up, Andrew. If you came back into your agency t- tomorrow and said, "We're going to launch a new service," in order to properly execute one new service. In your agency, there's about 26 steps involved in order for that to be a success. That is from where's the landing page, where's the internal documentation, where's the external documentation, where's the price list. There's 26 steps on your just a new idea. Yeah. Now, the rest of the team knows that there's all those steps. And the rest of the team knows that there's probably about 10 ideas that are sitting kind of half baked. So when your team doesn't jump up and down and full of excitement about your new idea, yeah. that's why they have already got a trail of things that not have not been finished. And they also know how many steps are involved to fully execute. Yeah. So uh, I I was a huge believer on oh, just make a landing page. Just sell it. No, no. It doesn't work like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's so true because at the end of the day, like everything needs to revolve around your client experience because if if they start getting sour, like that bleeds into your team. They're they're, like moody with your team and they're not uh, happy with their results. Then your team gets kind of ornery at each other. And it just, it's a downward cycle because you had an idea, but you didn't think through like, what are the real implications? Like how does this impact how the process flows, like how it affects yeah. capacity. Like, are we even good at this thing that we wanna sell now? Like, are we <laughs> gonna deliver the results? So that's awesome. Yeah,
1: and and a part of that links back to the first part as well about the mindset. Um, entrepreneurs are very comfortable with starting things, not finishing them, uh, starting something not knowing where it's gonna go, uh, being in the middle of something and just going, changing direction. Um, or at the end of something, not really even stopping and celebrating or pausing, just moving on. Right. So yeah. uh, if, if I was to give myself as an example, on a simple level, I have about 15 books in my Kindle right now that I've started.
0: Yep. And they're just <laughs> sitting there ready to be finished.
1: They'll <laughs> get there. I, and then I'll start the book on Kindle. I'll listen to it on Audible. I'll finish it. Very comfortable with that. 99% of employees do not like that. When you make a statement into your business with us, st- we're going to start doing something mm-hmm. just as uh, like like children, like a start, middle and an end of a storybook. Employees want to see, well, they want to know the details. Yeah. They want to know, well, where does that how does that affect me? When will the middle bit what's in the middle? When will it end? Mm-hmm. And this is, again, this whole relationship of. Well, it's my business. I can decide what I'm going to start. No, these people need structure, mm-hmm. and you need to be able to communicate that. So it kind of comes back to full circle into that's that again. Awesome.
0: Yeah, so true. Um, dang, that's awesome. So, what then? My third question. Sure. What What are you learning right now? Like, you just you're involved in a lot of different businesses. You just published a book. Like, what gets you excited right now to keep, like, moving forward on all this stuff?
1: Yeah, the the, the, the big thing that I I had a huge awareness of, which I, I kind of, I was so busy finishing the book, and I love what I do. I love helping agency owners, but it's only me. I have a small group that I help, maybe 10, 12 that I speak to every week. Um, I, I think the big thing that I've really got to appreciate, and I would highly recommend anyone who's thinking about taking their knowledge and sharing it with others to make a difference. Uh, the book is touching other people that I would not get to. Gotcha. So, you know, I woke up this morning and I had messages from people going, thank you, your book has helped me, or I read this chapter and it's helped me. So what I'm really excited about at the moment is about being able to help more agency owners. It's a very difficult world. It is a very difficult world when you have a family and a mortgage and children and sometimes it can be so stressful that your partner at home is probably going why don't you just get a job like because yeah. this is very hard but we've chosen this life and it can be very good for us if we get certain things right mm-hmm. and I think for me that the big thing at the moment is I kind of really realized that it's almost like this is my vocation, <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm, like yeah. I, I have a business, it's been tough, but I think I can help more and more people in a small way um, for a long time. And, and I'm really loving that. Um, and the other thing that's kind of weird is I, I seem to be gravitating and working with a lot of husband and wife teams. Oh, do, do, you, yeah. do, you, do, you, do you know how many digital agency owners are out there in a husband and wife team? Like, I think we need to do a poll. There are There's loads. Lot. There's a lot, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm talking to them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have the wife going, Oh my goodness, I didn't realize there was this was normal. I thought this was just us. Yeah. Um, and and then a lot of husbands we would see out in the front, but the wives are are doing finance or copywriting yeah. so um that is actually a really exciting and it could be the second book <laughs> digital go. digital agency you know marriages or something i don't know
0: <laughs> digital agency so, romance there you go yeah there,
1: who knows how to have a successful marriage and a successful digital agency <laughs> all
0: at the same time that's great yeah awesome. Well, Cloda, thank you so much for coming on and sharing so much so much insight into the lessons you've learned, like what you're seeing out there in the field every single day. Um, if people are listening and they want to learn more about you, they want to check out your book, like where should they go?
1: Uh, yeah, so that's I actually into Amazon. It's a happy, healthy digital agency. So is is it's on worldwide Amazon. Or if you go to growitgroup.com, I blog and share information on there regularly for agency owners to help them have a happy and healthy business.
0: Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We look forward to having you on again sometime.
1: Oh, count me in for the next book. The marriage is one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right andrew thank you so much really appreciate it we'll see you very soon
0: see ya